Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Dr. Haley Steinhauser. And here's a bit about Dr. Haley. She is a chiropractor and a wellness coach. For years, she has helped family members, friends, patients, and clients get their health back on track and make the connection between how the mind affects the physical body. Powering up the nervous system, breaking old patterns that keep you in survival mode, and focusing on living in the present moment are all key parts of how she lives her own life and how she guides transformation in her patients and clients' lives. And without further ado, please welcome Dr. Haley Steinhauser, where we will be talking about patterns and how that plays into mind-body connections. Hello, thank you for having me on. (laughs) My pleasure, Dr. Haley. So before we jump into this powerful segment, I want you to share a fun fact about yourself that maybe your community is not aware and certainly my community is not aware. What makes you Dr. Haley? Sure. Ah, fun fact. And one that I was reminiscing on this week is that I actually had the fantastic and lovely opportunity to live in Europe for the past three years. I'm back in the U.S. now, um, but I've just um, really enjoy traveling and seeing the differences in culture throughout different like areas of the world. And that's something that I'm really blessed to have been able to do. And it's really taught me a lot on even things to apply to my own work and life. So that's that's what I have really, really enjoyed about my life the past few years. <laughs> and that is super cool because I believe whenever you get outside of your comfort zone and you travel and see the world, then it also opens up your perspective to how other people think, the different cultures. Also, if you're a foodie like me, um, you yes. get to eat... <laughs> incredible food and etc and I think that's that's so important because I can't tell you enough when I hear people say oh I've never been outside of my city or let alone home state I'm like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you can there's so much growth and just like revelation that you can have there and I love what you said too about the comfort zone that's one of my favorite I think the quote is like life begins at the edge of your comfort zone but I like switching it up a little bit to like growth begins at the edge of your comfort zone because when you're right there and it's like kind of uncomfortable but like you can still dive in like that's where it's at (laughs) yes and I like that I like how you put the spit on it so now let's spin into this conversation and dive into patterns what are those patterns? What do you look for um, for within your family members, your friends, your clients, and um, your patients to really help them bridge the gap with that mind and overall body connection? Because some people may not even realize that they have patterns because they get so accustomed to doing things so robotic that it's like, oh, I've just been in autopilot and I just never knew. <laughs> Yeah, that autopilot. I think, I mean, that's just huge. And I I feel like patterns is a great place to start because 
people come to me from all different walks of life with for all different reasons or maybe it's that person who like kind of has everything going on and it's just very overwhelming to be like okay I know I want to change something but where on earth do I start when there is like 20 different things that I quote unquote have to work on and then that's where looking at patterns is really helpful because you can kind of take a step back and see okay well sure there's this whole scope of things to look at and that maybe you're not happy with or that are making you uncomfortable. But what is a factor that is common among all of those things? And then being able to see basically where some patterns in your life might be really helpful. And then some patterns might have been helpful at a certain time, but are no longer serving you. And that's the place that you want to start. Um, because when I talk about patterns, I tend to kind of maybe start from the physical world and be like, okay, yes, like pattern of, okay, you, something happens and you respond this way, or this is your natural habit, right? Um, but it's all in the nervous system too. So these patterns are formed from your brain's response to, okay, something happens whenever in your life, maybe there was a uh, really stressful event, or maybe just something that happened repeatedly. And then your brain was like, okay, cool. Well, we responded this way and it worked. So that's awesome. We'll keep doing that. And then, so it creates this efficiency, which is a good thing, right? Because otherwise, if you, if your brain wasn't efficient, then you'd be wasting so much energy on everything, like literally everything in life. So it's a good thing. But then what we want to look at is, all right, you have this pattern and that pattern and that pattern but this one's not really serving you anymore. Maybe this one, um, you at the time that you formed that pattern just didn't have the tools to um, like do it in a way that didn't cause your body extra stress. But now every time you walk into a meeting at work, you get anxiety, even though you've been doing this for 10 years and you shouldn't have that anxiety anymore. Quote unquote, shouldn't, right? It's that like logical, like, why am I doing this? But it's there and it's happening and it's automatic and it seems beyond your control. But that's just because it's in that subconscious part of your body, that subconscious part of your brain that's driving those actions. So that's why we can kind of look at, okay, well, how do we change this pattern? And um, there's a lots of really cool ways to do that, but I've been babbling for a little while. So if you have any input, then you can feel free to kind of dive in and we can see what direction to go in. No, this is like really interesting because, but one of the questions that popped into my head, um, Dr. Haley is like, what if, what if I don't know what my pattern is or how can I find that out? Like, what are some signs that I can look towards because think about it you mentioned um the example of someone's going into a work meeting and all of a sudden anxiety starts rising up but they've been doing this job for three five ten years they could do it in their sleep so why are they still feeling anxiety whenever they've already known the job from the start to finish and they could do it with their eyes closed so where is it stemming from and then i wonder can some of these patterns dr haley be linked to any form of childhood traumas or experiences that carry into adulthood? Yes, so definitely. And oftentimes, um, oftentimes that, right? <laughs> so, so something will happen when you're young or like as you're growing, like, you know, it depends, it doesn't matter what age something happens, but it can be as early as like early childhood. And then you as a child have a certain toolbox of, 
things to use to digest what is happening and to respond to whatever trauma, big or small, is going on in your life at that time. You know, it can be as big as some of the really horrible things that happen in childhood. And it can be as small as like not getting the food that you wanted at dinner. You know, like it can be a whole range of, of those things going on that then create these patterns. And then going back to your first question there is like, okay, well, what if I don't know if I have a pattern? What if I don't know what's going on? Or what if I don't know where this started? you're not alone, right? That's the normal thing. <laughs> like you, it's very common to be in a situation where you don't know that you're in a pattern until maybe someone points it out to you, or maybe um, for some reason you get kind of like an outside perspective on what's going on in your life. And then you're like, oh, wow, that is a pattern. But that's not always the case, right? You don't always have that recognition. Um, so, so it's not necessarily identifying the pattern that is the first step. And then definitely, I mean, it's very uncommon to know why that pattern formed off the bat, right? Like, unless you've been doing some like work um, on either self-growth or mind-body work or like pattern work, you might not know why this happened. Even um, if you know that this or that happened as you were growing up or while you were in school or at the in your first job, um, it's, it's hard to identify and that's okay. <laughs> so to change the pattern, um, it's really, you really kind of just have to know what your starting point is. Maybe, maybe you don't know why you have that anxiety or when you go into the meeting and maybe you haven't even named that as anxiety, but you know that, okay, I really don't like meetings. I really don't like presentations at work. That's something that you probably know, right? So then that can be your starting point. Maybe that's the thing that you want to work on because to feel more comfortable or confident in yourself, you, you just want to be good at and feel good in those meetings. So then um, that's your starting point. You don't need to know all the other stuff quite yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about journaling? Do you think that can help somebody identify some, some of their patterns if they journal on a daily basis and then they take the time to go back and reflect on what they wrote, where were they when they wrote that statement and how did they feel in the present moment? Can that be linked to patterns? Yeah, I think journaling is a really, really useful tool because um, you kind of get in that free flow, right? So it might start out as like journaling with like very logical things, but then maybe halfway through or at the end of it, you're just kind of writing things like it's kind of just coming out and you're like, wow, I didn't, I didn't put that together before. I hadn't thought about that. And then you can get those kind of moments of realization of like, oh, that is something that I do all the time. That's a pattern that's a, or that's a belief that I have that I don't really agree with anymore. You know, you can get those realizations from journaling. Um, and then I think a, an interesting caveat to that is, is that I almost think that that's something that stops some people from journaling. Because when, when it comes to journaling, I think some people are like, they've been doing it all their life. They do it every single day. They absolutely love it. And then some people are like, wow, no, I just can never sit down and journal. I just, I just can't do it. And for those people, I think sometimes maybe it's just not for you. You know, there's so many tools out there. Some tools are just not the tool for you. But sometimes I almost think it's like, a, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have realizations and it's going to be overwhelming. And then I'm going to have things to do about that. So it can be like, there, there's like a weight that stops people from journaling. And with that, I would just say, just do it anyways. And just try to not have any expectation of what's going to come from it. Because sometimes you're just going to write things out and 
maybe you'll never look at it again, or maybe you'll have a realization and then you'll leave it at that and maybe come back to it another time. Or maybe it'll be like a, wow, this is a moment for growth. And I'm going to take this to my coach or my therapist or my friend, and we're going to like make some changes here. But kind of taking that weight off, I think is really important um, just to make it so you can kind of go in and have that be time for yourself and journal. And it's your own moment and you can make it what you want. There doesn't have to be any expectation there. So I just, think that that's like an that. important thing to know yeah <laughs> and that's really cool and then for some people I guess who don't necessarily like quote-unquote journaling I would also say like just call it a mind mind mapping or brain dump exercise where you're mm -hmm. writing down whatever comes to your mind during that period of time even though you may not be forming coherent sentences or anything you're just releasing it out of your mind and just freeing yourself and then maybe after that exercise maybe you could spend some time being still and quiet whether you're practicing meditation listening to some soothing music or just stilling your mind and slowing down so you could really connect with your mind, body, and soul. But Dr. Haley, I want you to walk us through, like, whenever you're working with someone, like, where do you start? And what does that look like if someone is interested in coming to you for help? Because they're like, okay, something is not right. Like, I'm having these thoughts. These thoughts are affecting how I feel. Then how I feel is externalizing because, you know, my face is breaking out, I'm having acne, I got a rash, or I feel sluggish, or whatever the case may be. And let me know if that's making sense. Yeah, no, that's totally making sense. Um, so when people come to me for the coaching work, which is really where I dive into the mind body component of it. Um, the starting point is just all across the board. So I often work with women um, who are maybe feeling stuck, maybe feeling low energy, like there's some sort of symptom, right? So then I like to just dive in and have a big long conversation with them where it can just be talking and kind of figuring out like, there's this, there's that, and you know, like, um, there's no expectation in that first conversation that the client needs to know what, what to work on, right? They just need to know, like, I am ready to work on something. <laughs> Maybe they're not even sure exactly what, um, but they, they just want to be moving forward from wherever they are. And so then in that conversation, it's seeing like, okay, well, maybe you have this anxiety at work or maybe there's this fear of something going on in your relationship or maybe there's just like you are feeling like you've been stuck for a while and you want to work on your self-growth you want to be really comfortable with yourself and love yourself and, and whatever that is so then it's looking at um okay well we have all of these different things where do we start right that's that's the big question and um that's different for everyone. But normally what I'll do, like my role in that beginning phase would be to look at everything, take a big step backward and be like, okay, well, among all of these things that we talked about, this and this are like common denominators here. So it's common to, maybe it's confidence and maybe it's um, this like thing that happened and you're like, oh, this is a big block for me. I don't know how to get around this. So then we take whatever those things are and that's where we start to see, okay, what patterns are involved with that? And in the coaching work, we do different mind-body techniques and some of them, um, like one in particular that I really like is basically starting with that one point. Maybe it's like, I am okay with loving myself, right? Just like start with a phrase, start with a, an, an idea, a concept or something like that. And then seeing like, okay, well, where are incongruencies? There's different like um, 
kind of steps to, to kind of backtrack and make it so even though you have no idea where this might be going, we use different ways to see like, okay, well, what's your brain actually telling us? Where, where's this kind of root stemming from? And then we can see, all right, well, how do we connect that to your autonomic nervous system, which is that like people talk about the vagus nerve and your fight or flight response, like all those like buzzwords and stuff like that. Well, that is where it, those are, those are real things, right? So that's where we actually want to connect to, to make it so then you actually start to change the part of your nervous system which will then change your response. So, so that's kind of like the step one. And then sometimes we even dive into, okay, well maybe we're changing these automatic patterns. What patterns do we want to like intentionally create now? So, and that's where the habit building comes in and um, that work is really interesting too. So it's like a pull, push and a pull type of thing in the segments. I like that. And it kind of reminds me of the pendulum swing because it's going to swing to the left. It's going to swing to the right. But then the middle part is that sweet spot. And that's where you have your balance and your homeostasis. And let's now dive into the mind body connection aspect of it. What does some of that look like? Because I know that if you have certain thoughts in your mind, those thoughts then begin to affect you. They affect you mentally, but they could also affect you emotionally as well as physically. And it's like, for example, someone dealing with depression or anxiety, they may bring on chronic illness or another or any form of illness because they're allowing that battlefield that's going on in their mind to control how they are responding to the environment, how they are responding externally, their sleeping may be thrown off, and there's so many other factors that can contribute to that. And they may not know it because they may feel afraid to talk about it or engage in those conversations because they don't want to be perceived differently, especially if they don't have a safe place to go. Right. And those walls can be up too. So that can make it so there's even less awareness of um what those problems might be because like to protect yourself you put walls up and then you don't even necessarily know within yourself what's going on so um yeah so especially with things like that so if you're dealing with depression if you're dealing with anxiety if you are struggling with a chronic illness or chronic pain or um, autoimmunity all of those things you can find yourself in that negative spiral which is exactly what you were talking about so maybe you're feeling this pain or you're having a symptom and that makes you kind of pull into like a protective posture, which makes you have less oxygen in your brain and then you have worse thoughts and then it kind of pulls you into even more pain. So it's that negative cycle. Um, and then with that, it is different for everybody, but you want to figure out where in that cycle you can maybe spin in the other direction. So for some people, if you're dealing with depression or if you're dealing with anxiety, um, it's difficult, right? Because you're not necessarily going to feel like you have the energy to do self-care or work on yourself or be aware of what's going on. Um, but maybe on a, on a day where you're like, I'm, I'm tired of this, or maybe you have a little bit more energy for some reason, then it's saying like, okay, well, what little in point can I get into to start going in the other direction? Um, it could be the mind body work. So that would be looking at, okay, well, let's start with some meditation. Let's start with some breath work. Let's start with working with a coach or a therapist on like some of the more mind components of, I 
feel really sad or I feel really stuck or I feel like, like I can't get past this thing that happened in my life. And then from there, changing um, how you are literally responding in your mind. And then you'll see those effects in your body too the more baby steps you take at it, right? It's all about the little baby steps in my opinion. Um, but for some people that might be a huge thing to look at those things going on in your mind and actually try and make some changes there. That might feel impossible in that moment. So that's where you can actually go the body route and then see like, okay, well, maybe I realize that I feel better if I go outside and take a walk, you know, maybe I can't make myself actually do it every single day, or maybe I can't make myself actually go to the gym and work out quite yet or something like that. But going outside and taking a walk, I feel really good. And then, then maybe journaling about it or something like that, something where you're reflecting, right. Or you're just sitting on the, on the couch later and thinking like, okay, yes, my body feels different today after that walk than it did yesterday. Or maybe it's more about posture, right. So especially with um, like mental illnesses or like depression or anxiety or really like any sort of chronic thing that you're dealing with those long-term things, you will notice it in your posture too. So that's when the head comes forward. That's when the shoulders are protecting your chest. That's when you're, it uh, takes so much energy to sit up straight. And that's because your body has been flexing forward to try and protect you. Um, people talk about horrible posture in relation to all the technology and stuff. And yes, that is a part of it. But it's definitely also your body's response. That's that's literally a like an automatic fight or flight freeze response to protect yourself. And so then it might be looking like, okay, well, maybe I'll work on my posture today. And maybe I'm going to do a little bit of balance exercises while I'm brushing my teeth. You know, like standing on one foot while you're brushing your teeth. You know, it may not feel like a lot, but you brush your teeth twice a day, right? So that's twice a day that you're working on your posture. And that might be you're in to then be like, okay, well, I'm changing my posture. I'm changing how I feel in my body. And then your mind will follow. And then you're in that positive cycle as opposed to being stuck in the negative cycle. And I love, 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 love how you talked about getting outside because people don't realize how getting outside in the fresh air, natural light, taking in that sunlight, which is also giving you vitamin D. It's also clearing away some of the decluttering because you're changing your scenery or also visualization. Visualize your happy place, whether it's at the beach, um, somewhere exotic, a rainforest or wherever it makes you feel happy. And then I also liked how you talked about posture because coming from um, corporate America, I was in oil and gas for 12 years. We were big on ergonomics, like making sure you change your posture when you're at work. If you sit for 30 minutes, try to stand for 30 minutes or do some yoga. If you strengthen your core, you won't have those back problems or like breathing, focusing on breathing, even if you're feeling anxious, just taking a deep breath, inhale, hold it, then release and pay attention to how you are releasing the breath work. How is your stomach rising up and as well as contracting? Um, how do you feel after you do that breath work? And naps, oh my gosh, Dr. Haley, naps, taking naps in the day or yeah. rejuvenating if you can. Like I know Google has nap pods or sleep pods, whatever they're called. And people really gravitate towards that. So those are all really great tips. And I wanna ask you, what type of gems would you like to leave with the listeners and viewers regarding what we talked about today? 
Uh, biggest jam would be to take baby steps. So it's all about movements in whatever direction you can, because you never want to be stuck with that weight of, oh my gosh, there's so many steps ahead of me. How do I even start? It's all about, okay, well today I'm going to do a little bit of posture work today. I breathe. I focused on my breathing for a minute. That's a great step. And then maybe those steps will get bigger and bigger the further along you are in your journey but it's all about baby steps. That's, that's the number one gem right there. And then the second gem would be wherever you are, if you're like maybe in a really, really bad spot, or maybe you're feeling actually pretty good and where you are in your life, but you just want to keep growing. You want to get to the next level, then make that decision for yourself. And that is you loving yourself and whatever step you take, whether it's to start a program or to listen to the podcast and do a little self-care in that day or whatever your your kind of step looks like do it because you are loving yourself and honoring yourself and self-care is the best care who's gonna love you more than you and those are two incredible gems baby steps because those baby steps are going to turn into big leaps and before you know it you're going to reach your milestone but if you never start by taking that first step then you're not going to be able to turn those dreams into reality and turn some of those um, failures into success or whatever. And Dr. Haley, what is your call to action? Something that is going to inspire, ignite, and just motivate these listeners and viewers to just get up and just say, you know what? I got to get my mind, body, and soul in alignment so I could take my life back versus letting life take me back. Yes. Call to action. You, if you feel ready, if that aligns with you, if you, if that like fired you up right then, then I would say like, I'm going to give um, Genesis the links and she's going to put them in the podcast, but let's schedule a call. Cause we can do a free, that one hour call that I do with folks. I offer to you, that to you guys for free. So you can talk to me all about what you want to do, where you want to go. Or even if you don't know, then we can just talk and see what is going on and then give you a plan for how to reach that, whether that's working with me or whether that's um, doing something on your own or finding another person to really guide you and help be that person to inspire you on your journey. So we'll, I would say do it, get ready, whether um, you are needing help getting to the next level or needing help just taking that baby step. That's what you should do. Awesome. And Dr. Haley, tell the listeners and viewers how they can connect with you on your website and where do you hang out on social media? Yeah. So my website is healthyhabitstudio.com and I am mainly on Facebook. So uh, Haley Steinhauser DC is where you can find me. I've got an awesome group actually. And speaking of posture right now, I'm doing a posture series in there um, because that's something a lot of folks struggle with in like the, I find that the way that posture is normally talked about is just not helpful. So I'm going on a series in there where it's going to be super helpful, super digestible, and actually make an impact, not only on how you feel in your body, but also that mental health part of it. Um, so that's healthy habits coach is the group. You can search that on Facebook as well, but I'll give you guys all my links so you can uh, get to that really easily and definitely reach out to me. I'm, I'm actually on there. So you can actually reach out to me and I'll give you a little chat. <laughs> And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS Podcast. Once again, I am your host, 
Genesis Amaris Kemp, the host with the mostest, and you just heard Dr. Haley Steinhauser, and we talked about some incredible things. All of her contact information will be in the show notes, so you could connect with her, and you heard her say she mainly hangs out on Facebook, so for all you Facebook or meta lovers, head on over and connect the dots so you can level up in your mind, body, and soul with an incredible firecracker such as Dr. Haley. (laughs) Until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Make sure you follow the podcast. We can be found on 40 plus platforms and follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for video content. Share with a family member and a friend. Help them level up. There's enough room at the table for all of us. So si se puede. Yes, I can. And you can too. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services, to be here on GEMS Podcast.